I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And welcome to another edition of Gobbler Country's Talking Turkey. I'm Brian Manning, and tonight with my co-host, John Schneider. John, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm pretty excited. We've got a great little guest. Little. <laughs> He's big. We have a, a new guest tonight, and we have a, a conversation to have. There's been some activity going on in the recruiting, and our I know people have been complaining, but our recruiting hits are starting to come in, and I'm seeing some interesting moves that don't have to do with all the spangly stars that have to do with quality players. And that's, that's starting to impress me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you, before I get into that, I want you, you alluded to our guest tonight. We want to let everyone know our guest tonight is newly committed Matthias Carroll from the Gilman school in Baltimore, Maryland. Hokie Nation, you're going to love this young man. Very impressive young man. And if you get a chance, go watch some of his highlights. Um, For some reason, and I don't know why, he was ranked a three-star recruit on 247 Sports. That's a really – that's just not fair to him because if you see the kid play, you'll see he's much, much more than that. And uh, the Hokies got a steal here, and he's a, a quality young man. He's built a great relationship with the coaching staff. And as you'll hear on the interview – Fans will like what Thea says about Coach Tapp, Coach Tierlink, Coach Hamilton, and Coach Fuente. Sounds like they did a good job on his recruitment. And, and as you said, John, and we've picked up, I think, five recruits in the last three weeks, all good players. But like you said, it doesn't always reflect in the star rankings. That's why that star ranking system, I know fans want to get hung up on it, and it's, it's absolutely true. I, I get it, but the Hokies have always done well with players ranked in the three-star range, and they make the NFL. Look at the Edmonds brothers most recently, you know, so, and recently we had some good players. You you look at uh, Jalen Jones, Matthias, who we talked about, Chance Black, and then. I think Daryl Tapp back in the day was like around a three-star rating. Everybody's seen the articles going out about Twilight. And one of the things about that I brought up about a collegiate draft is a rational rating system for players. And I know a lot of people kind of skipped over that, but I still think that it's probably very necessary to have a real rational relationship with these high school football players. I'd really like to see real, absolutely reliable observations on paper that say this is the quality of this particular player and have it from an NCAA perspective, kind of sort of like the draft where you have you know, a draft day or whatever, a high school day or a quality day or quality week where these kids, if they put their names in the mill, that they get evaluated and you get an honest, unbiased, unhyped opinion of what their capabilities are and take away the stars, just rate the player and give them, give them a fair shot. Because I think that's what we're seeing with this new staff is that 
they aren't looking at the number of stars. They're looking at the quality of the player. Coachable traits and and that's something each one of the each one of these guys that, that's committed recently all all can play early in their careers. I mean, you look at I look at, at Matthias and, and I see a player who's he is unreal when you just watch him on film and and the frame that he has, the athleticism, the bend, he puts a 15, 20 more pounds on like you like you talked about. He he could be a monster at defensive end for us. And you look at a guy like Jalen Stroman, which is Greg's brother, another underrated player. I think the COVID-19 pandemics is hurting some of these kids because they're not getting to visit schools. They're not getting to do the, the camps and all those things. And these star ranking systems use a lot of that fairly or unfairly to rank these kids. And and sometimes it, some kids get, get lower rankings and it's not deserved, but the, but this staff's done a good well, job. Remember, too, a lot of these, Brian, you know, a lot of these camps cost money. And there are a lot of these kids that don't have money. So there's got to be money paid somewhere by somebody with something. Where does the money come from? Where does this kid get the money to show up at these powerful camps that people? So the star system that's currently kind of evolved out of several like rivals and 24-7, I know they, they try to do a good job. They try to do an honest job, but it's really tweaky. And the exposure they give the kids is wonderful. And, 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 you know, it's, a, it's an open flat platform and some of these kids get to, to get to do the interviews like, like Matthias did with us to kind of let, let people know yes. who they are. And I think that's impressive. But, but speaking of, um, we're getting back to the, the recruits we picked up this year. Tell us about the guy, the, the kid we picked up yesterday. Well, he's an, an offensive guard, which is down your wheelhouse. What do you, what do you, what do you think about him? I know there's not a lot of video out there of him right now. There's, yeah, I, I, I looked around when I saw him. I tried to dig around for video. I didn't see a whole lot of video. I saw a couple of tweets from Sullivan, the coach, that recommended him. He's a big kid in the world of German football. And I mean German, you know, as in soccer. German team has a tendency to be really big. Even the American kids that go over and play on German soccer leagues are the bigger kids. They're seriously big players. Well, I think this kid is too big to play soccer. They're more like middle linebacker or defensive end size when they play soccer in, in Germany. And from what I can tell, he's very Americanized, which I don't want to insult him. He's a German citizen, and, and I'm sure he's very proud of being German. That's not the issue. The issue is, is that he was in a league, a club league, where they play American football, American rules football. They're exposed to American rules football every year, every fall, because the American high schools play have a league and they play football. And you've got uh, Ramstein and Kaiserslautern, and there's several other high schools there, and they play in a league. And so these kids are exposed to it, and they're interested. A lot of athletes are going, hey, I'm a big kid. I'll never be able to play soccer. But this American football looks like it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like with Pro Kick Australia, with these kids that learn how to kick footballs all over the place, like their passes. You know, we're getting Australian kids that are used to kicking a big, heavy, oblong football around. So I think this is an interesting move. It sort of opens another interesting door in the recruiting zone for, for tech that a lot of people haven't really explored. Let's see how he does. I, he he seems like a really bright kid. He's big. 
all the recommendations say that he's got all the good inside lineman skills. So that impresses me. If you can hold your, I mean, the big thing about being a guard in a center is you've got to hold the territory. You've got to, you've got to open the crease. You've got to move the door. It's got to go. You've got to move another human being five inches to the right or six inches to the left well, without disengaging them. And, and can it, this guy kid can do it. We suddenly have an inside running game again. Give the Hokies credit for, for being the first to offer. That shows a lot of foresight by the staff. And, and Coach Paul Alexander, who coached 27 years in the NFL, 25 years as, as, a, as a line coach, mostly with Cincinnati, he put out a tweet on the 25th of May that whoever landed this young man would be very happy. And he, and he, he said USC, Notre Dame, Texas. And then he's talking about top top 10 programs. And he said – this kid's a real deal. He said in four years he would be telling everyone he told you so. So a coach that accomplished, given that kind of recommendation, I think that should have Hokie Nation pretty excited. Yeah, I'm pretty excited too. I mean, as we as we move into this commercial break, just before we pick up the interview, we're going to break away here, sell some stuff so that we get our little penny or whatever for the download. But the important thing to remember is, we need to get untracked from thinking that we have to do things one way, that everybody has to do things one way. Let's let the coaches explore and do things. We did something different in the Beamer era that vaulted us ahead. Let us do something different again and give this coaching staff a shot at vaulting ahead. You, well, you understand that, right? Yeah. Well, I'll say this so far we've, we've, received commitments from 10 players and and i'm really excited about this class some of these players and, and we're obviously it's going to be a full class this year i say we'll sign close to 25 players but these first 10 10 players have me excited and matthias is one of the major reasons why he's going to be a special player he's a special young man and when we come back from this break we'll have our chat with with matthias carroll thanks and we'll be back in a second i'm alex rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gobbler Country's Talking Turkey. Now on the line with John and I is Matthias Carroll, a defensive end from Gilman School in Baltimore, Maryland. First of all, welcome to the show. Yep, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to get started. We are excited to have you. First of all, and I know Hokie Nation's already kind of read about you and watched you you're a 6'3 220 is what your list is is those accurate is those accurate measurements or are you a little bit taller than that yeah just a little bit taller um 6'4 220 looking to get to about 235 240 when i get to tech your length <laughs> and your bend and athleticism it's that's a going to be a dream for the for the coaching staff when you get to blacksburg no doubt yeah that's something they always talk about and you know a big reason why they recruited me so you know, I can't complain, uh, you know, up to my, my parents for, uh, for making me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When did you first realize VT was a school for you? Oh, really, it was like an underrated school for me. I really didn't ever see them as like a, 
contender for me. I'll be honest, like being a resident of Maryland, it was always like Maryland was my dream school. So I was always looking at them as like the head honcho of my uh, my school. I guess I can be honest about that now. But once I went on my visit, I was super duper like by like everything, the coaching, the the university, it was just everything. And it just pretty much changed the game for me being able to visit there and then also building relationships with those coaches. It just made me see Virginia Tech from a different perspective and not just watching them on TV playing basketball or watching them playing football. So it just really happened, I'd say, in my visit um, is when I really noticed, okay, this school has a chance. Just after that, evaluating them throughout the whole quarantine, and it just became clear to me. You visited Blacksburg right before the COVID-19 pandemic happened in early March. How was it? Were your parents with you on the visit? Yeah, it was me, my mom, and dad. They were with me. And it was like a five-hour drive down from Blacksburg. Speaking of your time, time in Blacksburg, what was your, what was your parents' impression of Blacksburg and the, and the staff and everything? Um, it was a little surprising because you know, as we were like going down, we started to enter like not really like a mountainy area, but it was just kind of secluded, and we just had never known that about Virginia Tech, the school. And then once we got on campus, it was just love right away. Coach Taryn Link. I had already met him at my school prior from when he offered me, um, but just the folks being able to meet him and then also Coach Tapp. I know my parents, they talked to Coach Tapp for a while, and it was just it was just love, man. And just like like I said earlier, it just became more and more clear to me as the visit went on, uh, you know, where I stood within their recruitment and then also where they stood in my recruitment because they were a true contender um, from that point on. It sounds like you've gotten pretty close with Coach Tierlink and Coach Tapp during this process. Yeah, no, they're two of the biggest recruiters for me from Tech, basically my whole recruiting. I know Coach Williams, he was another guy that chipped in quite a bit. And then Coach Hamilton, I, I always say, but he just like finished the deal for the most part. Once I got to build a relationship with him, it was just, you know, green light after that. But now Coach Tapp and Coach Tierlink, those guys were pretty much my two biggest recruiters and also a big reason of why I've chosen Virginia Tech. I know John would agree with me. Daryl Tapp and Justin Hamilton are probably two of our favorite Hokies of all time. And now that they're on the staff, we're, we would run through a wall for those guys. We're, we're fired up uh, about those guys. I, I love Daryl Tapp when he was playing. His sister was actually the regimental commander of the Corps Cadets. The Tapps were big Hokies and Daryl Tapp is a big Hokie now. And it was so exciting when he when he decided to coach here, when he decided to convert from being a pro to, to coaching. It, it's just as amazing. I had a oh, big yeah. smile. What's your feeling with Coach Hamilton as the new defensive coordinator? Are you excited about him? I know Hokie Nation's excited about him. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I all like throughout this whole process I've always sort of um obviously with Coach Bud Foster, I wasn't able to really build a relationship with him because he was a year before me. But, um, you know, I just heard about all the prestige and the culture that he left behind. And I'm like, wow, the next guy has big shoes to fill. And then Coach Hamilton comes around. And it was just like they didn't miss a beat. I think he's like the perfect guy for that position from what I could see up until this point. This is like with their whole coaching staff, I just feel that way. Like each of those guys, you know, are super qualified and some cases overly qualified for their coaching positions. So if you ask me, it's really like an all-star staff, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, it's it's always good to hear to hear your your impressions of the staff and to go along with what with what we think and everything. So it's it's good that you've got a relationship. How about Coach Fuente? Have you talked to him much? Oh yeah, no, he's been big as well. He's really you know high and big on my parents and just the whole family aspect. So when we talk, we pretty much try to get together. So I haven't had very much one on one conversations with him. I mean, I've had a few, but not quite as much as uh, Coach Tapp and Coach Turnlink, but. Now, Coach Fuente is also another reason why, you know, I've, I've chosen Tech. He's super honest throughout this whole process. Just tell like, he has a high character. And that's what I want to surround myself, you know, while while I'm playing at the next level. So, now, Coach Fuente is a great guy. Again, another reason why I've chosen Virginia Tech. That's great to hear. So, so about the current team right now, are, are there any players on the team that you have are, – that are, are you close with or have friendships with? Yeah, so um, not really like guys that have like on the current team, but I know I've met some of their D linemen who signed in the class of twenty, like the two defensive or no, it's actually three defensive linemen. I think they actually played defensive end in the class of twenty that they signed. We got to all meet up on a Zoom and sort of just chop up some film of of what we're gonna do when we get there. Um, it was me, Tyus, and then those three D linemen from um from the twenty class, and then. It was like another recruit at the time. I think his name was like Cole Nelson. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, so now it was, it was really good because we all got to meet each other. And then there were some grads who stopped by, or not grads, but some players who were actually on the team now who stopped by, but they only checked in for like about two minutes, just introduced themselves and then, you know, kept it moving. But uh, those are really all I'm in contact with right now. Um, and then also, I should say like the 21 guys have pretty much all connected on Twitter. That's what I was going to ask you next. Will Johnson, I know he's from from Maryland area too. So do you, do you know him well, or do you just kind of connected with him through Twitter as well? Yeah, and no, I was just connected through him with Twitter. Actually, I never even realized it, but we played against each other my sophomore year. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm always going back trying to like look at him on uh, that tape. Obviously, it was a year ago, but um, now nah, we've connected on Twitter. And like I said, the whole 21 class has pretty much reached out to me like as soon as I committed things like welcome to the family and stuff like that so it's it's just a good deal man it's just a good big family um and i'm just ready to, to step on campus and you know really meet those guys face to face yeah one thing about you mentioned it with coach fuente talking how close he was with your parents i mean the one thing about virginia tech the family vibe here is is absolutely real and and that's it's great to hear that coach fuente is connected so well with your parents in this process Yep, yep. No, it's something I realized with just not even Virginia Tech, but just the uh, city of Blacksburg. It's just super well-connected, just a big family. I mean, that was, like, really a big decision factor for me with choosing a college. So um, it just worked right out in uh, Virginia Tech's favor. So when when was the first time that you remember actually seeing the Hokies play that you watched them on TV? And what player stood out to you? See, I actually, I don't really remember, like, the first one. Honestly, with Virginia Tech, for me, my first time being, like, familiar with them or seeing them was through a kid who played for my brother's high school basketball team. And he uh, went to Virginia Tech to play basketball. So, obviously, he played with my brother. So, we're looking at him, you know, on TV. And his name is, um, I don't want to mess his name up, uh, Wabisa Beatty. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's the senior. He'll be a senior starter this year for the for the team yep yep no that's the guy he um he like i said he played my brother's high school team so we were just always trying to check in on him see how he was going he's a little youngster in the program so he wasn't getting much time so 
you know, we were mostly watching other guys, but, um, you know, as he grew up in the program, he got more and more time, so we always checking in with him. But football-wise, honestly, I don't really, like, specifically remember which game it was, but I had seen, you know, them on TV for sure. I know I watched the college game day. I think it was them against, like, Notre Dame or something. Uh, that was, like, a few years ago. I remember that. Um, I'm a big college game day fan. And that's really it. But I know some players that stick out to me. Obviously, like, I'm a Baltimore Ravens guy, so Tyrod Taylor, um, he's a big one. Michael Vick, for the most part. You know, I've heard about guys like uh, like you guys mentioned earlier, but Coach Tapp and then Coach Hamilton. But, no, I'm looking forward to seeing some more guys. I know, like, Cam Chancellor is another big one. I'm just ready to get into that uh, thing and break some records. Absolutely. Have you ever been to Blacksburg at a game, at game day? Have you ever been to a, a football game? I mean, sometimes official visits don't necessarily coordinate with getting a chance to actually see a live game. Yeah, no, I haven't been able to um, see one yet. I've only, you know, been able to do the virtual, just watch them on TV, and then also um, oh, like play back to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I've heard. I've heard, man. <laughs> And I, you want your teeth to hurt. You're going to have – your teeth actually hurt. <laughs> well, I'm excited for it. In an ideal world, we'll we'll have the stadium full in September for when when the Hokies beat Penn State and you'll be there on the sideline. That that would be an ideal world and you'll get to experience it all firsthand. Yeah, no, that's the game that I was actually kind of keying in on this year of uh, trying to come out to, so – I'm looking forward to that W as well. That's something that the D linemen, they always talk about, like, nah, we're coming for Penn State this year. So I'm excited for it. I'm, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, we've all got that game circled, so it's good to hear you're feeling the same way. Yep, yep, no doubt. So do you have a favorite a favorite NFL player? Um, Right now, like, uh, Chase Young is, like, my favorite player for the most part. He's my favorite player at the collegiate level, and – um. You know, he's just pretty much carried over from the NFL. He's obviously a DMV guy, so I have to support there. But his uh, talent is, like, second to none. So I'm a big Chase Young fan. I got a confession to make. I'm a Redskins fan, so I'm a huge Chase Young fan. So we we, we, want, we want you to come here and be the next Chase Young. That's what, that's what we want. So No doubt. No doubt. Hey, we've got Baltimore people sparkled in the league. They're called the Fuller Brothers. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I went to their rec yeah. camp when I was, um, like a middle schooler, so I'm familiar with them for sure. And Kendall's coming back to the skins, so we're kind of excited awesome. about that. So, it's coming yeah, no, back home, goodness. and then yeah, they I'm also goodness. picked up, they also picked up Thomas, so now we've got, and he's the only tight end, so get we've got more tech people coming to coming to the area and coming back. Redskins are going to be Virginia Tech North again. I got you. That's good stuff. Can't wait yeah, to no, watch it. Yeah, Tim Sutton uh, as well. Yeah, no, nah, it's good that they're adding some more pieces because they're in a pretty tough division with um, you know, the Cowboys and stuff like that. So, nah, that's good stuff. Yeah, but you're a Ravens fan and I'm a Steelers fan, so we'll just have to agree <laughs> to disagree. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, well, Matthias, we, we've taken up a lot of your time tonight already. Before we let you go, we certainly appreciate it. It's been fun catching up when you getting to know you a little bit tonight. But um, uh, before we let you go, is there anything you want to promote, like your uh, Twitter handle, Instagram, or anything like that you want to let Hokie Nation know so they can follow you? Yep, um, Twitter and Instagram, those are my two biggest platforms. It's MC4, the number four, MVP on both platforms. You know, you guys can follow me here. 
uh, we'll make sure Hokie Nation gives you a follow. And, and Matthias, we really appreciate you joining us tonight. It's been a blast. And hopefully sometime in the future you'll join us again. And we're excited for you to come to Blacksburg. And is there any last message you want to give Hokie Nation? No, sir. Just ready to go. You know, ready to get in Blacksburg, start working, and, uh, you know, win ACC, and then hopefully uh, win national championships. All right. Well, we like that attitude. That's right. <laughs> we always end a segment like this with uh, with a big Go Hokies. Go Hokies. <laughs> go Hokies. All right. Sounds good.